Mix 106.3's Real Estate Show with Cam and Renee. Get moving today with ActU AGL. Set your energy up in a few minutes. Hi, this is Cam and Renee. Well, each Saturday between 9 and 10 a.m., we love hosting the Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. And here is what we featured in the show last weekend. Oh, what a difference a week makes. Of course, Renee, we know through the week the federal budget was handed down. And how does that affect what is happening in property and real estate? We've got one of our go-to commentators here who is excited about it to discuss some of the ramifications and also positive elements of the uh, budget being handed down. We're going to say good morning to Michael Yardney, CEO of Metropole Property Strategists and host of the most popular Michael Yardney podcast. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Cam. Hello, Renee. Hi there. Okay, so when the budget was handed down and the different property elements were sort of announced and touched on, what went through your mind first up? What were you thinking? Well, a week beforehand, Josh Frydenberg had already hinted at a number of things, including loosening finance. So that's going to be a big game changer next year when we can borrow more. The average person is going to be able to borrow 10, 20, even 25% more. That's what underpinned property. But the budget itself didn't say a lot about property, Cam. It was the fact that people are going to be more confident. People are going to have jobs. They're going to have more money in their pocket. And when they are more confident and when businesses employ more people, that makes the wheels of industry go around. And, Cam, that makes the property markets go around. 100%. We've certainly seen that rolling along here in the nation's capital. Of course, you broadcast and live out of Melbourne, which is still in, you know, tight lockdown. How does the confidence play down in your neck of the woods? Mm. Well, it's very common that when people are insecure about their job, uncertain about their financial future, they just don't spend. They put their hands in their pockets. Well, they don't make big spending decisions like uh, buying a new home or buying a car. But I think we're going to have a perfect storm for property in 2021 because Talking about the budget a moment ago, the federal budget's going to be spending more their infrastructure projects, their initiatives. The various state governments are going to be spending more as well. We've got to have historically low interest rates, making borrowing as cheap as it's ever been, meaning you can buy your home or hold an investment. And it's going to be easier next year when the looser finance laws come in. There's also the security of the interest rates aren't going to go up. For a long time, people were worried, well, what if I take a commitment and I won't be able to hold on to it? Uh, consumer confidence is going to come back, as we said. And I think there's eventually going to be an international demand for Australian property. People are going to want to come back here like they did a few years ago. And the return of immigration, the return of students, can Renee, all that put together is going to mean the second half of 2021, as we eventually work through our economic challenges, the second half of 2021 is going to be a great year for property. Yeah, sure. yeah, Michael, and we've spoken to several guests on our show, yourself included, about how well Canberra's done this year, all things considered. Do you think that positivity will continue to bubble away and, and get better through into next year? Well, Canberra has done well because it has been separated into its own little bubble in some ways, eight from the economic issues because job security has been there and be from the health issues. So there's no reason why the local Canberra market won't continue on. Supply and demand is one of the big factors, uh, but more people are going to think, hey, I actually maybe need to get away from those big capital cities and go where there's nice lifestyle. 
and Canberra definitely provides that. And there's also the job security because the government is more likely going to be employing more people and other industries supplying the government uh, because it's on a spending spree. Yeah, and Michael, so with my dealings out and about dealing and speaking with all sorts of different real estate agents and other you know real estate stakeholders in the nation's capital, the biggest problem here at the moment is lack of stock. Mm. Well, it's always a supply and demand ratio. So houses, well, they take longer to do. We know that there's always booms and busts in the property apartment sector. There was a period of time when there was a few too many apartments built in Canberra because developers have a long, long lead time. And it seems like a really good idea at the time when you start developing those complexes. <laughs> and then the world changes along yeah. the way yeah. uh, when you get there. But you're right. It's all pointing to a very, very good, a continuing good year for Canberra real estate the rest of this year and well into 2021. And it's not going to get cheaper. So if anybody's thinking, should I move home? Should I buy? Should I get in? Should I wait until everything is clearer? It's not going to ever get easier. Mm. Yeah, well, some good advice there, Michael. And it's great to hear that um, message from you because I think everyone wants a bit of positivity heading into next year, that's for sure. Uh, Thank you so much for your time as always. My pleasure. Thank you, Michael Yardney, CEO of Metropole Property Strategist and the Michael Yardney Podcast. Renee, you've been down the coast uh, all week just gone, haven't you? Yeah, I have. Um, I spent some time down there um, a day and a bit last weekend and some of our friends who were staying with uh, were having their house painted. Yep. And so we had a big conversation about that, how did you choose your colours, all that style of thing. And at this time of the year, people are freshening up the insides of their houses there and outside as well. Yeah. Um, so we thought we'd find out a little bit more about what's trending at the moment, um, you know, mistakes to avoid and all those sorts of things. Yeah, Exactly. And uh, Rob Vukovic is uh, from Fusion Painting. He joins us this morning. Hey, Rob, how are you going? Yeah, very good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Absolute pleasure, mate. Thanks for joining us. So so how do you advise that people select colours early on in the process? Okay. So, there's, you know, you can always do your uh, legwork and do some of your research by yourself. I myself prefer to put myself in the hands of a professional. So companies like Trilux do offer a colour consultancy service, which is reasonably priced. And I would try and front end all those colour selection uh, decision making right up front before you buy a tin of paint. It's really important. Painting is expensive. Labour is expensive to do it. And um, for mine, I think it's the best way to go. Yeah. And what colours are trending at the moment? Because gone are the days when people used to do like a bright purple feature wall or a bright red feature wall or something like that, Rob. I I know with our friends, they've had those walls painted out. So, (laughs) like, that's gone. So what's trending? Well... Well, the good news is those those colours are coming back. Right. <laughs> oh, we've <laughs> come full circle. Some of, some of those warmer colours are coming back. Um, we're, we're still in the greys, the charcoal, the whites. You know, that seems to be pretty consistent, doing off-whites and then, you know, putting all your furnishings with colour and the odd, you know, feature wall, bright feature wall or, you know, even wallpapers trending at the moment. Okay. We do a lot of um, feature walls in wallpaper, so that's coming back big. Um, but we are moving towards those warmer terracotta tones, ochres, even those emeralds and teals, you know, stuff that, um, I'll be honest, used to put back on, used to put on walls and stuff when I started painting uh, a fair while ago now. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't care to mention how many years ago. <laughs> No, no, let's just keep that in the, in the vault there. So, yeah. <laughs> so what's the number one piece of advice you have for people wanting to know about painting their house, whether it's inside or out? 
I mean, do your research, do the legwork. You know, some of the houses I think you guys mentioned down the coast, you have things like lead to take into consideration. So there's lead in the coatings. That's something you don't want to spread around the environment too much. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, asbestos is another thing. And then moving on from, from that kind of safety aspect, really it's the do the research and the prep. You know, we call it painting, but really it should be called prep. You know, painting the the, the cherry on the cake or the, you know, the icing on the cake for, for what is a lot of prep. Okay. Yeah. Really so- do the research, do the legwork and do the prep, which isn't pleasant. I'll, I'll, get, I'll grant that, but it's really a it. start to a great. The painting bit is actually just, that's the formality, isn't it? The, the rest of it is all done beforehand. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. So, yeah. You know, lots of sanding, you know, lots of cleaning, scraping, all that stuff is really, really important. Yeah, absolutely. So it's certainly not as simple as just picking up a, no. a, a brush, a roller and a tin of paint, that's for sure. Well, no. Rob, thank you so much for your time and your advice this morning. Have a great weekend. Really good, mate. Really good. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks again for having me. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Rob Vukovic from Fusion Painting there. Renee, not for the first time uh, this morning, we've been speaking about uh, real estate agents and the real estate business as a whole and the way that many elements of it gives back to the community. Yeah, indeed. We've spoken about things like auctions, uh, raising money for charities. Yep. It's happening right across Canberra and, and we love that that's a you know core thing in the real estate business here in Canberra. Yeah, I mean, you and I host so many events around the nation's capital and uh, you're right. If there is a fundraising uh, auction to be happening, there is a real estate agent there nine times out of the ten. Yep. Uh, ready to assist with those skills. Yep, indeed. And today, Cam, is World Homelessness Day. And Zango, uh, we've spoken to many agents uh, from Zango before. Yep. Uh, they're doing something very special uh, for that. And uh, Ben Folks is the Managing Director for Zango. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Renee. Good morning, Cam. Hi, mate. Going purple for a good cause. There's going to be a whole bunch of real estate agents around Canberra in purple shirts today. So how does it work? So uh, I guess the purple shirts are about agents coming together to raise awareness and funds for World Homelessness Day. Local agencies have all agreed to pledge uh, $10 per open home uh, to Hands Across Canberra to support the local homeless community. Uh, Zango is going to match that and we're also encouraging members of the general public who've had their awareness raised to jump onto the Hands Across Canberra website and make their own donation as well. Okay, so we've just talked about the fact that uh, you know local agents and what they do and how they give back to the community. Um, have the, the Zango agents um, embraced this? Fantastic, Cam. We've had uh, over 500 open homes that registered to participate today. Um, and it's typical uh, of how Zango has come to be, which is um, firstly, I guess, to provide a, a better experience for the consumer. Um, but secondly, to invest back into our local community. So the support's been excellent. Yeah, and we've spoken to the people from Hands Across Canberra before and the work they do is great. Now, Ben, uh, what's uh, your message to people who might be considering a visit to an open home today? Yeah, pop in, have a chat to one of our uh, supporting agents in a purple shirt um, and just just start to kind of understand, I guess, that uh, whilst Canberra's doing well and... Uh, you know, the local property industry is certainly in a in a bit of a sweet spot at the moment, but not everyone in Canberra is fine um, and that it's up to all of us to uh, to chip in and make a difference there. Yep, it sure is. We've all got to do our bit, that's for sure. Well, what Zango is doing and what the real estate business is doing for such an important cause is excellent. So uh, we hope you guys raise lots of money for Hands Across Canberra mm. this weekend. Ben, uh, thanks so much for your time. Good luck with it all.
No, wonderful. Thanks very much. We hope to see some people at the Open Arts. Yeah, absolutely. Keep an eye out for those purple shirts, guys. <laughs> be uh, ben Folks, Managing Director for Zango there. Justin Ingram is the sales agent from McGrath, Canberra. Hi, Justin. Tell us about this development. Okay, so the development's actually located at 82 Wentworth Avenue in Kingston. So for a lot of Canberrans, they would know where the um, the old Wind TV building is. Oh, yes. Wentworth yep. Avenue. Yep. Yeah, so it's at that location. So right opposite the train station. So five or ten minutes from everywhere. So five or ten minutes to the foreshore, Fishwick Markets, Monica. So it's, in a, it's a pretty central location. Got a selection of one, two, and three bedroom apartments there. And when you walk through, what you're going to get a feel for is a, a open space, lots of light, full height, double glazed windows, stone bench tops. The apartments on level five and six are a slightly different configuration. Um, they're aimed at sort of the higher end, so you'll have uh, timber floors, again, full height, double glazed windows. So Stuart Architects were the designers of the project and they really wanted to focus on having lots of light, which is what I think they've really accomplished. And, and so what most excites you about the apartments? What excites me is the location. So what we've found with a lot of the purchases so far is it's because it's not on the foreshore, you haven't got that noise and the wind from the foreshore, but you're close enough to walk there. A lot of the purchases that we've found so far already have actually come from the surrounding developments. So the Friday building, the Brighton apartments, Soho. So they're from the area which, as selling agents, gives us great confidence that the building's in a great spot. Uh, but also being associated with the builders, the builders of Block, uh, arguably one of Canberra's best builders, in my opinion. Um, and their service and their renowned quality is fantastic. So I'm really, really looking forward to working with those guys. Nice. Yeah, yeah. and who do you think they'll most suit? They'll suit mainly owner-occupiers at this point. So we've sold quite a few of the one-bedrooms to first-home buyers, and um, two bedrooms have been sold to people that have already living in the area. That's what we've found, um, mainly upsizing from one-bedrooms. But we've also found some of the three-bedrooms that we've sold so far are people downsizing. So we've sold for people in Oxley, people to that currently live in Jerobombra. So people that live, I guess, on the outer rim of Canberra and wanting to really come in to the central part of Canberra to downsize, downsizing from the yard, uh, not necessarily the home. Uh, so, and some of the three bedroom apartments, for example, have got you know, terraces anywhere from 40 to 60 square metres. Wow. So they're the size of yards. Yeah. Yeah, so. that's really cool. Well, um, Justin, people should definitely get in contact to find out more information. And uh, thanks so much for your time today. No worries. And thank you for your time. Thank you. Uh, Justin Ingram, a sales agent from McGrath Canberra there, Cam. Just love that this is uh, on the location of the old Wind TV building. Because it, it sort of takes your mind there straight away. You're like, okay, I can picture where that is, yep. what I'd be near. It's you an can, awesome location. And, you know, it feels small from, uh, look, these days he looks after, he's part of the Raiders call team who yep. were in action last night. I mean, he spent years there as exactly. the head sports reporter. I mean, he'll be up for one of those apartments. He's cashed up. Yeah. <laughs> He's got plenty. Going back home. Now, um, we have heard with these ones that demolition has started in that space and they're looking at mid-2022 for construction to be completed. They are selling off the plan at the moment. That's exactly right. Those are the interviews we most enjoyed in last week's Mix 106.3 Real Estate Show. Yeah, if you love hearing about the latest trends or you're up for a sticky beat, drop by for a listen this Saturday between 9 and 10am. Thanks to Actu AGL, it's the Real Estate Show with Cam and Renee on Mix 106.3.